Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. Okay, I have something to read off. So not long ago, a bright lifer reached out to me and she said, hi Susan, I hope all is well. I wanted to make a special request for a vlog topic in the coming weeks or months. I now have my brother doing bright line eating and he is doing great one week in. But he just started dating someone and is struggling to navigate that whole world with bright line eating. As you might imagine, doing bright line eating as a married person or as an unattached person is very different from doing it at a time when you're first getting to know someone, going out a lot, etc. We would both appreciate any insights or thoughts you have about how to do both at the same time, bright line eating and dating. I keep telling him that the most important thing is his focus on his health and his well-being, and I think he gets that and he isn't fighting it, but he really likes this woman and he's only been out with her a couple of times and he wants to handle it appropriately. Thanks so much in advance. So I wrote back and I said, awesome, but I have questions. Here's a question for him. Ask him, what are your two biggest challenges with dating while doing Brightline Eating? I wasn't quite clear on what, what in particular he was struggling with about it. And she wrote back and she said, hi, okay, I just spoke with him and he is so happy that you're considering this. He said the hardest parts have to do with what she thinks because he's still in the trying to impress her stage. He knows he has to do what's best for him each day, but he really likes her and he hopes that things will work out between them for the long term. So he's struggling in case doing bright line eating rigidly might somehow turn her off. For context, she is overweight and she loves to eat and sorry, loves to eat out and is picky about food, hates fish, hates most vegetables, etc. whether, whereas he loves that stuff. She is not watching her weight at all and he is not judging any of that in the slightest. He suggests non-eating out dates and she then wants to tack on a meal out, which he feels uncomfortable declining because he's trying to be easygoing and flexible and impress her. So his struggles aren't about how to comply with Brightline Eating, but rather more about how to meet his Brightline Eating needs in a way that won't kill his dating life and won't turn her off. I've told him that he's not responsible for what she thinks about this, but he really likes her, so it's easier said than done. I'm sorry I couldn't bullet point this out, but it isn't really easily articulated into two separate bullets. Thanks so much again. And I wrote back, he's open to me shooting a vlog on this. Can I start off by reading what you've written here? And she said he would be thrilled to have you shoot a vlog on this and you can absolutely read it from here. And thank you so much. And by the way, I've lost 55 pounds. I look and feel unbelievable. People don't recognize me. I've never been happier. I give Brightline Eating 100% credit. My life is forever changed. And now everyone's asking me what I did and I'm sending them all to the Brightline Eating book. Thank you so much for everything. Okay. How precious is that, right? Okay. So 
I'm gonna give my general thoughts, but this is a little bit of a specific case. It's different from the typical bright line eating scenario. Um, it's a lot easier to give thoughts when someone is dating, but they've been doing bright line eating for a while, right? Like it's a fixed part of their life. I'm a little sensitive to the fact that this is all unfolded, you know, um, when the person in question is like, you're a week or two weeks or three weeks into your bright line eating journey, right? Which in my mind brings up, you know, some potential for, you know, I'm kind of still trying this out myself, right? Like I don't want to come on, come, come out about it to a, a person that I'm dating as if like, this is my way of being, right? Because what I know about bright line eating identities and what I teach like here in the vlog about bright line eating identities is that they're built one day at a time over time, right? You can't just boom in one week have a, a bright line eating identity that's 10 years solid. It doesn't work like that. I do think that there's huge variation in um, the degree to which someone feels solid in doing bright line eating on day one. I know that there are people who get the, f the flash of white light where on day one, they're like, this is my path forever. I'm making it so. And then there are people on the other end of that continuum who are like, um, I'm really hardly doing this at all. <laughs> I'm going to give this the merest college try and the jury's way out. And I'm probably uh, not going to be doing this, you know, in a month, let alone in a year. Right. So I know there's a huge continuum there, but I'm really sensitive to the fact that you're like, two weeks in or three weeks in, or by the time this vlog is shot, I don't know exactly how long you'll be in. But um, so that's atypical in terms of just my normal advice on, hey, I do bright line eating. How do I date? Because I'm just aware that the like, hey, I do bright line eating part isn't really set in stone yet. Your early days, right? Um, there's also the fact that you're a man, not a woman. Now, um, in bright line eating, we've got this uh, reverse privilege thing, right? Where women are the privileged class around here. We're, the, we're in the majority for by far, like by far. And um, so my advice on average goes out to women. And in a dating context, it might matter, right? Um, uh, I know that people run the gamut in their thinking about the differences between men and women. I know a fair bit about the differences in brains between men and women um, and in psychology between men and women. And what I'm aware of is that there are definitely uh, differences of opinion, both in experts and in lay people, about the degree to which men and women differ on anything. There are differences and um, those differences get uh, uh, seem large depending on who you talk to or seem small depending on who you talk to. Uh, in a dating context, uh, I tend to think that there are differences. That's my opinion. But so that's another difference, right? Um, what else? Other than that, I would think my standard advice applies. I'm not sure I've ever really covered this in a vlog. Okay. So my standard advice harkens back to some advice that my grad school mentor gave me when I was going out on the academic job market for the first time. So I had finished my PhD and I was going out on job interviews to secure, you know, entry level positions as a, a position as a professor in psychology departments at colleges around the country. And I was nervous and I, 
I told my advisor, Alyssa Newport, uh, an amazing woman who I really loved mentoring under, under for my PhD at the University of Rochester. She's now, I believe, at Georgetown, but um, she and I have lost touch, but this is now, what, 20 years ago or some such, I don't know, um, more, <laughs> 22 years ago. Um, oh, that I started my PhD, so less that I finished. Anyway, the story is like this. Lissa, I'm nervous. I'm going out on these job interviews. I want to impress, but I tend to be too bold, too opinionated, too, you know, what if I uh, turn them off by, um, you know, having opinions about their curriculum or their, you know, whatever, and, and they don't hire me. And she said, Susan, if that's what happens, you wouldn't want to work there anyway. You are good-hearted, your heart is always in the right place, and you are bold, and you need to find a place that's a fit for you. So be yourself and let the chips fall where they may. And I went, right. She said, yeah, any place that's going to take offense to you, my dear, you wouldn't want to be there. Like, that's a place with its own issues. Go be yourself. Okay. So, in general, I think when dating, it's really good advice to follow, right? Be yourself. Now, um, that said, of course, things are different in the beginning of dating, right? So, for example, um, I tend to eat super early. Like I just, I'm just a happy camper if I can eat my dinner at four o'clock, call it a night. And then like, I'm, I like to go to bed early if possible. I just like to eat early. And even if I eat my dinner at four o'clock and I'm up till midnight, I'm fine. I don't, it doesn't bother me for some, I'm just a weird beast that way. Um, if, if I were going out on a date, would I insist on eating so early? Probably not. I would probably flex on that, right? So if, if, uh, a gentleman caller were saying, you know, hey, I'll pick you up at seven. Reservations are for 7.30. I would be like, okay, right? I wouldn't be like, could you pick me up at five? Because I really like to eat no later than 5.30, right? I wouldn't say that, right? So of course you're going to flex. Of course you're going to flex. <sighs> but now here's where the male-female thing comes in. And oh my goodness, I'm probably going to step in it. Go ahead, lambaste me in the comments and say, you know, sexist, you know, uh, what's the opposite of misogynist, right? Like um, sexist against men, whatever. I don't know. But it's my opinion that on average, a woman, even more than a man, is going to um, appreciate emotional vulnerability and candor maybe earlier in the dating process. And I can take the sex part out of it, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I want to be with someone who wants my candor and emotional vulnerability. So I'd be inclined fairly early in the dating process in your situation to say something like, just to call it out. Just to say something like, hey, I'm, I'm trying out this new way of eating. It's really worked for my sister. You've probably already done this. I'm probably way behind. You, you know, the weeks have galloped on and you're probably already, uh, fully out with her about your bright line eating journey. But, um, 
in particular, anything that's causing me angst, anything that I have stories that I'm running in my head, what do they think about this? And what do they think about that? Like, I just want to point out to you that you've made up a story. I don't know if you were aware of this. I mean, it's, it's past now. So in the early days when you were dating her, you know, however many weeks ago that was, you had made up quite a story that she would be turned off by quote unquote rigidity, right? And um, yeah, that she would be turned off by, by like your food program, right? Now here's the thing, supporting partners in a bright line eating universe run the gamut. They run the gamut from Oh my goodness, you found the Holy Grail. I want to support you to the ends of the earth in doing this immaculately exactly as it's laid out because I can so see how this is going to be good for you. I want you to lose that weight. I want you to be free from food obsession. I can see how this plan is going to get you there. And this bright line eating thing is amazing. How can I support you, right? Everything from that all the way over to, if you do this, I'm going to leave you because this is insane. This is a cult and um, this is completely rigid and, you know, whatever, right? So supporting partners in Brightline Eating run that whole continuum. Most are somewhere in the middle, right? Like, you know, doing their best to be supportive and maybe experiencing some wounding from missing their eating buddy or just lamenting about, you know, hey, we don't go out the way we used to or we don't whatever. I would be very curious uh, if I were in your shoes and I were pretty sure that I was going to be someone who, even if it wasn't bright line eating, needed to do something around my food to stay happy and well, right? To live healthily and happily in this life. I would be curious to do what I could up front to lay out my cards so that I could see what kind of match I had here. Because here's the thing. I mean, some of the details that were in the description, right? Um, loves to eat out, um, not worrying about her weight, a little overweight, whatever, right? All those descriptors, those things could be part and parcel of someone. I mean, it could, there could be so many profiles, right? Like all of that. And, um, yeah, really not interested in, in getting super close long-term with somebody who, um, is going to be structured about their eating or has that full profile and is perfectly fine to accommodate someone who is going to be structured about their eating. Like, yeah, dude, you do you. I want to support you. I want you to be healthy. I mean, is it all right if I eat my nachos? Like, you're going to eat your, cool. Like, I'll eat my stuff. You eat your, you know, or, you know what? She might say, I've been really, you know, I didn't bring it up because we're dating and I'm trying to put my best foot forward here. But the truth is I've been wanting to do something about my food. Like I'd love to, you know, get this extra weight off. And oh my goodness, it would be so great to join you. What are you doing? This sounds wonderful, right? What a mercy it would be to just lay it out and 
say, I really like you. And I just, I've been running this story in my head that if I am structured with my eating, it's going to turn you off in some way. And I have no idea if that's true. It's just the story I've been making up in my head. And um, I'm wanting to be flexible and accommodating. And I am pretty flexible and accommodating. And this isn't about your eating. This is about my eating. Um, But like, you know, I'm trying to eat a certain way. And I don't know how you feel about that. Um, I'm curious now, how do you feel about it? Right? Like, what I cannot imagine a woman not having, first of all, a little heart melty moment around that. I'm like, oh, you know, I want you to take care of yourself, right? Like, I, so I guess my first primary thought is be honest, be candid, ask for support. Ask for understanding and support. It's what you really want and need, right? Is understanding and support. I don't know that, um, that can't be a conversation, you know, after the first couple dates, like, sure, have that conversation. Um, generally speaking, I think that um, putting one's best foot forward means being honest and authentic. and clear with communication. Like, I think it would be really important to communicate very clearly. Um, one of the things I do with this Bright Line Eating program is I keep my eyes on my own plate. So this actually doesn't have anything to do with your eating. It just has to do with my eating. But because people tend to eat together and often like to share off each other's plates and blah, 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 it does have an impact on you, right? So Um, I'm just asking for your support in this way, because this is what I, this is what I'm feeling. I really want to give a good try. (laughs) You know, again, you're so early in your bright line eating journey, right? I just want to give this a good try to see if it could really work for me because I've seen how well it's worked for my sister, right? Um, the last thing I just really want to point out is in the writings, it sounded like you were really trying to avoid eating out. And this is where I do recommend avoiding eating out in the early days of a bright line eating journey. I do. But this is where I think some give can happen. Just like um, I wouldn't tell some potential suitor like, oh, I need to, you know, pick me up at five. I need to eat at 530. I'd allow myself to be picked up at seven for a 730 dinner date. No problem. Right. Um, In your situation, I would absolutely flex on the restaurant meal thing. Right. Like, the thing about bright line eating is motives matter. So you wouldn't be eating out to try to game the system and get the yummiest, sexiest meal you can. You'd be eating out because you're dating this new beau and you want to like, or bell, I guess, and you want to, um, you know, take her out, right? Totally different scenario. In which case I say, go out to eat. Just, you know, if you can take her to a place where you know how to navigate, if you're in the Bright Line Eating Boot Camp or you've got the Bright Line Eating book, you've got some guidance on how to eat out in different places. The best guidance on that is in the boot camp for sure. Um, yeah, eat out. Why not? And then I don't really know what the issue is, right? Because she wants to tack on a meal, tack on a meal. 
go out to eat. Um, at the end of the day, I think bright line eating is easier to do with people who just do it with us. And who, you know, like I have friends when we spend um, time together, like a weekend in New York City or something, uh, they just love to eat exactly what I eat. As a matter of fact, they think it's like a, it's like heaven on earth. Oh, I get to be with Susan and she's just going to cook for us and we're just going to eat her way. And they just think that's heaven on earth. And then I've got other people who really prefer to eat out most of the time, especially when traveling. And I'm the one who does most of the, most of the accommodating or we eat kind of separately. Like with my husband and my kids, I'll often eat my own food. I'll go to a grocery store, buy a ton of groceries, pack up my food, and then they'll go out to the whatever and I'll eat my own food. So sometimes I'll separate myself. And I know that socially speaking, that's not, that's not what you want to do on a date, right? Um, but generally speaking, I find that I can take care of myself with my food in just about any context. When you're dating, you want to eat with, with the person, right? Um, go ahead, feel free to eat out. Have a candid conversation. Ask for their support. And just breathe. You know, at the end of the day, if she is someone who's going to make a federal case about you taking care of yourself with food... As much as you like her in other ways, she's probably not a long-term fit. If you've identified yourself as being a really good candidate for bright line eating right now at this point in your life, it probably means that enough is going on with your weight and your health and your eating to be aware that now and in the future, for you to be a good steward of your body, mind, and soul moving forward, you're going to need to do something in this food domain that's different from just sliding down the slip and slide of standard American diet, eating for entertainment, eating whatever, whenever for comfort and pleasure. That's not going to work for you long term to be happy and healthy and well. And so the last thing I want to say is that when dating... There is this reality that someone can be amazing in every way, but if the slice of mismatch is a non-negotiable slice, it's a no. I came up against this with the man I dated before my husband. So we're talking 22 years ago. Amazing man. I was getting my PhD. He was getting his postdoc. He's now like the most venerated professor, blah, 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 at UC Berkeley. He's the sweetest guy, a kayaker, and plays guitar, and he's now happily married with their daughter, and da da da, da. Amazing man. Imminently marriage material. And he didn't believe in God. He didn't want to think about it. He had no spiritual life whatsoever. For me, that's a big deal. I pray. I meditate. I feel myself being led in some sort of mysterious dance in this world with unknowable forces that I, I choose to encapsulate that as God. You know, that's my word for it, whatever. For me, that was non-negotiable. And I broke up with him. And he was 95% Prince Charming. So if she's going to consider it to be a huge, huge mark on you that you're following a structured way of eating and taking care of yourself in this way with food, I just leave you with the question mark. That's my perspective on relationships. That doesn't have to be your perspective on relationships. 
but I hate to see someone sacrificing themselves early on in a relationship, in particular where their health and well-being is concerned. So if I were in your shoes, I would be eager to get my cards on the table early so that she could make educated choices about what she was signing on for. And then I'd be hoping that she'd be on the side of the continuum of people who are like, that's awesome. I want to do that with you. Or I so support you in doing that. Oh my goodness. Of course I want to be with someone who takes amazing care of themselves. Right? Okay. Thanks for this amazing question. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. So rooting for you. I hope it's still going great. And for anyone who's dating with Brightline Eating, you've got this. You've totally got this. I love you, and I'll see you next week.